Ooh, that's a good tempo. <laughs> For a pod. <laughs> For a pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just keep just keep that in your head. What's Yo. that? One 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 twenty. Yeah, one twenty. Hell yeah. Okay, let me turn this guy off. Fucking noise. Back in. I like that. That's better. We should we should sample that later. <laughs> Boing. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, dude! Boing. It's got some bass to it too. Dude, should you bring on my toys? Um. Oh sure. my toys! Have I shown you this thing? Oh my god. Wow. The thunder, what is it called? The thunder tube? I don't know. It's That's like what like it's called. I, sh- I don't know why I'm asking you. Yeah. Alright. Well, that was good. Oh, Jesus. Some ASMR sip action. Sick. Okay. Um, welcome to another episode of Podducer. I'm going to make this real official for the most unofficial podcast. <laughs> um, sitting here with my good friend, Vincenzo. A goes by Zeno B. That's me. <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> That's funny because he's Italian. I mean, like, I don't know if you know by his name, Vincenzo, mm-hmm. but, you know, he's like, please, you're getting racist already. Ooh, it's just, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It gets kind of dicey. It's cool. I'm Greek and like... <laughs> Jerry Balakas. We're, we're the same, pretty much. <laughs> one of my, uh, one of my clients, a random side story, he is Italian. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, he's Italian. His last name is, what is it? Fuck, I don't know. It's Italian. Wow, I really hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't think anyone does. We're good. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was like, yeah, I did my uh, my test, my like ancestry test, and it turns out that I'm actually mostly Greek. And the way he said it was like kind of disappointed. And I was like, hey, oh, brothers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man, that's funny. Like imagine if your dad or something just like ended up finding out that he was actually like Turkish or fucking Greek or something. They'd be like, but we're still Italian. Right. <laughs> no, I, that's weird. Cause you just said that. And I like put myself in those shoes. And you were like, no. I'll, yeah, no, I, I was, I was pretty bummed. I mean, I'd be pretty bummed. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would be as bummed because Italian people. I don't. I feel like there's. There, I, there's like. I think Italian people love Italian people. I think that's like what it. The, there's a pride that that comes with it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I was bummed at least. Yeah. Every Italian I know is like super proud to be Italian. Oh yeah. Same with the Greeks. Yeah. It's, they're so proud. We're very proud people very Us proud mediterraneans my grandparents hated my big fat greek wedding they're like that's not like us but the funny thing is yeah yeah it is i mean yeah so anyway um we're gonna we're gonna talk about music let's today. do it Ooh. Man, i'm a ranch oh, i'm ready <laughs> we listen to some we have this joke music. about being a rancher that's, yeah that's it, pretty much it as far as it from goes. nothing literally that's that's the whole joke is, is that we're a rancher we have spur <laughs> i got spurs in my boots yeah i got spurs in my knees <laughs> and my bones and i'm a rancher and i'm a rancher are you sponsored by clorox oh, dude if they're out there listening please sponsor me get us that clorox money uh <laughs> okay, okay. one like for every clorox text clorox to nine six seven seven that's gonna go directly to my phone. I mm-hmm. think that's how we set it up. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, 
going back to like the whole podcast thing that we're doing now. Yes, sir. Um, let's let's go back back into time. Oh, dude, you know 20, what I gotta do? What? I always do this. So I'm like, let's go back into time. Uh-huh. I need to have some like chimes. Yeah, some dude. Do it in post. Yeah, do it in post. Hold on, hold on. Say it again. Okay, and then I'll I'll cue chimes. Okay, Vincenzo, mm-hmm. we're gonna go back into time. All right, and chimes in three. Lit. <laughs> that was dope. Um, yeah, I gotta do that now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, let's go back to the humble beginnings of Vincenzo. Okay. Back when you were a small Italian boy. When I was a little boy, mm-hmm. I was in uh, um, just like a burlap sack, kind of. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> on the Italian countryside. No, I'm just kidding. Don't put that in. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. No. I've. Um. What what do you? What I don't do you know. Wherever know? you want to start. I honestly, since we're like homies, mm-hmm. just in normal life, I just want to kind of like, let's just go back. Okay. <laughs> like, when did you start making music? When did you get interested in oh, like okay. audio? Yeah, 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 totally. Um, yeah, I don't know where it started. I've I was always really interested in making music or I was always like musical I, I remember singing a lot as a kid and it, it was never really like um created I don't know tangent you know me I'm a really tangential person yeah yeah there's gonna be lots of tangents yeah there's okay guys spoiler <laughs> alert <Buckle laughs> there's gonna be lots of tangents but I think we never really grow up like we mature but I think there's certain things that w- you're like the same person doing uh, the same oh, things yeah. as like, but older, yeah, yeah, you know, um, like if you make a mistake, you learn from it. You try not to do that again. But, but I mean like the, the, your core, um, mm-hmm. I think, uh, so I got off on the tangent. I now just get songs stuck in my head, like all the time and not even like actual songs, you know, just like, for like four hours you kind of <laughs> have like, like an antenna out. that is yeah man thing. yeah 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 like the music's like the ether and i'm just and fucking, you're just like, channeling yeah it. just picking it up yeah, yeah yeah um so i would just like i would sing a lot of things I, I would get a lot of i i remember always being really like interested in music but yeah so I started playing um, guitar pretty young. I got a guitar when I was in like second grade, but I, I did the whole classic like like everyone does. Like you get a guitar and then you don't play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I really started playing it in like fourth grade, and um, from there it kind of just developed. I feel like with anything, there's a series of um, there's a series of like plateaus. When you're learning any skill, I don't even want to say skill, but like uh-huh. anything, there's always like plateaus, uh-huh. improvement, whatever. And I think for a while, I didn't really, I wasn't really trying to learn how to play. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like screwing around with it because it was fun. Uh-huh. Like I played on like two strings for the first like year, I feel. Yeah. Um, Did you have a teacher? No, I just kind of like played in my room a lot. I would just go like hours just playing on the same string. I would learn songs or like riffs and just try and play them faster and faster and faster. And like, that's what I thought getting good. Like, that's how Mm -hmm. I thought you did it. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could go back and just be like, just learn your scales, my guy. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. 
like you did to me and i like showed you me attempting to do a scale and you were like wow i mean that was really bad yeah but like (laughs) i was like i know you'll get so much better so much faster yeah um with chords too and just like composition and it's all built off of the idea of like scales and and intervals and stuff because i didn't start really making music there wasn't a creative um urge even until Uh high school i think around high school um like a lot of us i I started getting pretty like angsty oh yeah and um even now i just like writing is the way that i channel that and Mm -hmm. just kind of i don't have to focus on it when i'm out and doing whatever i'm doing because it's on the page and i can just like figure it out for myself you know yeah were you trying to make music that sounded kind of like stuff you heard or was it no, always honestly thing? i cringe now listening to like the stuff, stuff that i would write dude so bad so I'm, i mean that's fine <laughs> it's so no but like i don't know in a few of them i listen to them i'm like all right the idea of like music is there i right. i can hear what i was trying to do or at least like it gives me an idea for something that i would do now yeah, hopefully right. better well definitely better definitely because better, I, yeah. I know like me in two years is gonna like hear the, the stuff that i'm doing now and i'll be like Ugh, mm-hmm. what yeah um but i think i'm kind of trying to accept that that i can't let that stop me from like putting stuff out now yeah you know no i know that's i was telling you before we started recording i was like I want to do this because I want people to hear your music. This is fucking awesome. (laughs) And yeah, no, I don't know. It's just hard to put stuff out when you don't feel like it's done or there's something that you want to do to it, but you don't know what that is. And maybe in time you'll figure it out. But then it's just like, in the meantime, the song just gets old to you because you listen to it. That's true. Or you don't, you forget about it and Mm -hmm. you're just not engaged with it. So, yeah. And again, like not, like that's just blocking progress i think yeah. like not putting it out that means i'm not starting things new and when you start new yeah. you, it's like always a new frontier you know what i think about and maybe it's just because of the recording medium mm-hmm. it's like if you were to start a painting mm-hmm. and to get so far and just like not finish it that would be it just seems like so much more of a waste than starting a project on your computer and just not finishing it yeah like starting you, you a, don't have to see it at yeah least. and it's just like a physical object it takes up space and it's like to not finish it seems i don't know mm-hmm. like it seems like you would be more inclined to finish a painting than like some random beat i sure d- a sketched out idea on your computer mm-hmm Maybe there's more steps. I'm not yeah. sure. Another I'm thing not too, to say like one's easier or whatever. Um, the music and the lyrics kind of go hand in hand, and uh, lyrics sometimes it's like a real self-conscious thing that I have to get over, like just like an insecure in uh, blah, blah, just like an insecurity thing that I have to get over because what I'm feeling now when when I'm writing may not necessarily be what I'm feeling when I'm recording or what I'm feeling when I'm mixing and it might go back and that really gives me a different connection to like what the song is not just how it sounds but like why I made it there's a whole like cathartic aspect I think to any art that you do like you you put a little bit of yourself into it Mm -hmm. even if it's not as literal as like saying how you feel or something right um and 
to have that change like as an artist makes it like diminish in quality or maybe maybe not honestly the reverse has happened too where i i'll write something that to me as i'm writing it i'm like this seems like nothing and then several months later after i think back on um like things that have happened or Mm. like good or bad i'm just like oh it's weird that i'm making those connections now like maybe i wrote this subconsciously to like kind of like cope with the everyday like life but um i don't know and maybe that is it but i all i also maybe i just write kind of like enigmatically too (laughs) and it can mean it can mean like a big word i don't know what that means (laughs) oh it's like a um obscure okay (laughs) you know like i'm not I forgot how I got on this. The, the I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to bring it back, though, yeah, br- to, like, the... Uh, bring it back. The, the fact that you were saying that you could, like, write... And I think you were speaking specifically about lyrics. Like, you write something, and you don't even really know what it means. Yeah. Maybe it's just what you're feeling. But yeah. then later, you figure out what it, what that mm-hmm. was. What That's was interesting, because, like, I don't... I don't know. I don't write lyrics, and I just feel like it's so much, obviously, more literal... I think there's another part of it that's like getting a point across and being able to do it concise, but also with the same like aesthetic as, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. poetry. Yeah, no, I, I, f- I feel like um, when you're reading a good book, at least it's not that the words are so like meaningful or like, I don't know. It's not like there's so many big words that like are so concise and whatever, but th- it's concise in the sense that it's just, these are the words you need to hear that's like it mm -hmm. and like it draws you in you're talking about like a novel when i read i have trouble like i could read paragraphs at a time and then i start thinking like my other stuff about other stuff and i I get so derailed man (laughs) i think we call that add and i think me and you are both a little bit (laughs) (laughs) sometimes when you get into the zone and you Uh feel like it's like playing out oh yeah it's like cutting freaking wrapping paper with scissors and letting yeah. it like glide it's like whoa was i reading or watching right. a, a movie <laughs> or was i just being read <laughs> i don't know whoa, <laughs> whoa bro shit dude was ready <laughs> all right um let's listen to a song just okay. so people can kind of understand what we were just rambling about for for a minute there okay okay so is is this random or i don't really care there, I there's play, a few by me there's a I few by not me i don't want to play chemical burns okay because i know that one and i it's a slapper <laughs> okay read the note on a bed stand I know you've got a plan No, honey I wrote the book She's run to the sky She gave me a hook And left all these chemical burns That I never shook I bleed out my side Never mistook Oh, these chemical burns Controls are shallow, only made them that much deeper. And I won't let you watch me wheel. 
Chemical concoction turning toxic as a leaf. All these voices in my head, I wanna let them go. I got these voices in my head, I wanna let them go. I got these voices in my head, I gotta let them go. That I gotta let them go. Cause I wanna feel these So, yeah, let's get a little bit of... Uh, of, backstory of backstory on the on production that. of that one. So, yeah. you and I, uh, we both met in college. college. My second college that I went to, I transferred. I was a transfer student into Columbia. So, I think you had already been there Columbia a year, right? Columbia College Chicago. No, no, I think uh, we... Because I went to community college for two years. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I didn't know that. No, I was only at Columbia for two years. We did the same thing. I think so. Kids, for all you kids out there, <laughs> go to community college. Get your um, associates. No, what do they, what do they call that? You need to get it all out of the. Get your electives out of the way. Get get all those oh, yeah, yeah, go yeah. all those credits. Yeah, and then go to audio school. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that I feel like I missed out on is some people that went for four years to college. Is like you have more time to develop. Oh, like friendships yeah. oh, and totally. stuff and i feel like totally. college is a lot about the people you meet too mm-hmm. like obviously we met true but like i don't know that's also like a sounds like a rich kid thing to do with it it's like oh well i'm just gonna go to school to meet friends for four years and it's yeah. so fucking expensive yeah. so yeah, but yeah really no expensive. i mean you vincenzo helped me pass electronics that was a yeah you always say that <laughs> i don't remember it that way it really i was not doing we well. were like, all pretty lost at some point i had to like figure it out dude trust me i was <laughs> okay. way more lost okay. than you were way more anyway okay um yeah so we kind of the friend group that i started to develop was um it was you mm-hmm. it was my friend uh trevor sites and then um there were other people but i jay. i yeah jay I miss that kid, but <laughs> I know me too. Um, so I bring up Trev because he's playing uh, bass over, over this. We mm-hmm. we d- had like a, a college group called the Fuzz. Yeah, called the Fuzz. Yeah, and we recorded these. Uh, I don't know how I'm putting these out. Probably, probably soon. But we recorded like ten songs. Um, and uh, there's another one we'll hear in a bit from that same project. Dude, I'm like burpy burpy do you want do you have some water yeah i do <sighs> hear that hear that water All that water <laughs> and we're back <clears throat> um ooh, a little cow action <laughs> is that old Bessie? is that old Bessie on, grass on the ranch <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm done let me, let, let me take one more sip for safety oh yeah <laughs> 
That's a pretty nifty bottle you got there. Oh, thanks, man. Target. Also, for those of you listening on audio who are not watching the video of this... There's no video. Um, <laughs> why are we dressed up? Uh, uh, we're uh, both in suits. I didn't tell you that we weren't doing video. Oh. Why am I wearing a velour suit? <laughs> it looks great, It does. Look, I'm sweaty I thought you just... I, when you came in with that, I was like sure that it was just like a confidence thing. Yeah. Like you were just like, this is... I, I dress good. I feel cool. good. So do you have a mic in that furry helmet or... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Because I hear you, like, crystal clear. I know, it's a close mic. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Anyway, um, where where were we? Uh, we were talking about the fuzz. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so we recorded this for my last year to graduate. I did a independent study over the summer. So the album, or the project is called Writing on the Page, and I think... It was really like the first time I had been recording some songs in high school, but like I said, like it was the first time you really took a shot at recording an album. Right. So, so that was this record writing on the page, um, coming out TBD. (laughs) Okay. Well, 20, 20 asterisk asterisk. Well, at least you can listen to it on this podcast. Yeah, you can, li- you can <laughs> just keep rewind it. No, no, no. I'm going to put it out soon. Like, I've, I've kind of made a 2020 kind of, like, put on a platform. We'll, we'll talk about that a little later. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, for again, for those audio listeners right now, we just held up the, the sign. There's a special promotion. So we're just holding up a sign right now to the yeah, camera. Make sure you, you get that code because that's a huge yeah. save. The link is in the description. <laughs> Is it? Jerry will figure that out. <laughs> okay. Look at the description down below. <laughs> so, okay. Let's talk about this song, and it's called Chemical Burns. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Because you... It, it's an interesting story to me. Yeah. Um, It was kind of like... I had gone through a, like, weird breakup. I don't even want to say bad breakup. Just a weird... Just weird. Kind okay. of situation... So I wrote this song, I was thinking about uh, this girl, and it w- there was a kind of connection of, like, you know, you get to, like, overthinking about things and overthinking about yourself and, like, insecurities and stuff. Yeah. And after a while, I'm like, dude, you're, you're like, doing this to yourself, really. This, yeah, like, this, this isn't is about the other person anymore. Yeah. It's This is just you, dude. And um, I thought like kind of as literal as emotions were as just like chemical reactions in in our head. Yeah. And also this is like when I wrote the lyrics as a poem before I like songified it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um I had just tried to quit cigarettes for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um and it was v- that I started smoking was very connected to the breakup. I was just looking for something to like to like feel I don't know edgy is that st- is that fucking stupid I started smoking weed at the same time I was just really? like I'm cool now <laughs> I didn't even know that you come up as someone who's ah, been blazing for 12 years no bro no honestly in high school that they, they were like they would always ask me to like hang out and smoke and I'm like I don't smoke weed and they were like what I thought you were a rancher, <laughs> you were a rancher. <laughs> I'm like, no, I just wear these spurs and have these spurs. <laughs> yeah, don't you know my story? <laughs> and then I walked away like... Kink, 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 kink. 
Okay. Yeah, so I thought about like the whole, you know, emotions just being a chemical reaction ultimately, especially yeah. when you're overthinking yourself. These chemical burns yeah. are stuck in my head. Right. And yeah. it's like there was a link there to trying to quit. The first time I tried to quit, I went at it like um I still wanted to smoke. So it was like I was withholding something from myself. And I was pretty uh, yeah. mad mad at myself. I was like, why aren't you letting me do this? But also, why did you put me in this situation in the first place? Yeah, I like the idea. I also like the idea of the thoughts being just chemicals. Because it, like, makes it so, like, nihilist. Like, yeah, oh, well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, like... I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty nihilistic. I, I Not, like... No, I'm not a you pessimist. have like a, you have like a twinkle in your eye. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm really dark. I just think it's funny. Yeah. I wish that we had some of our songs like oh, that were yeah. less demo-y. Yeah. But we I don't know. We'll we just got to have more progress on that. Maybe we could do another one. Don't hint to him, Jer. I'm sorry. You're like uh Tom Holland over here with the spoilies, with the spoilers. <laughs> Who's Tom Holland? He plays Spider Man in the new Marvel Cinematic oh. Universe. Yeah. Cinematic universe. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, gotcha. I mean with all the money they've pumped into it. Yeah, it's you a, gotta it's a pay cinematic respect. universe. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a cinematic Unescape. <laughs> a Unescape. Cineverse. <laughs> it's just like you're, you're like oh, broken. No. You're like broken. <laughs> Alright. Um do you wanna play any of these specifically? Why don't you throw on sequences? Because it's also about a no, lady. Okay. <laughs> Let's get those out of the way. All your breakup songs. This wasn't about a breakup. Oh. Yeah. No, no, no. This was... Um, I'll, t I'll tell you after. Okay. I fell in sequences, sequences falling for you. Yo, this is giving me some Zeppelin vibes. Yeah? Yeah. Dude, major compliment. Really? Yeah, I love the Zepp. This is a slap, dude. <laughs> I mean, well, it doesn't necessarily like slap, you know what I mean? But it's really good. I like it a lot. I've never heard this. Really? I don't think so. I'm, probably, I'm sure you have. Debatable. Knowing my ass. You've been hiding it I'm from sure me. I've showed you. <laughs>
love that like s- screaming part. <laughs> yeah. Or not scream, but you're like yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. So that song um, is about out. I was like, I guess crushing as silly as that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, I was like into this girl. Really? Like so dumb. And um, I was tripping on acid and I was just like, I can't, have you ever done acid? Done acid? Yes. So <laughs> you know how you're just like a thought will lead you to a thought. It's the same thought though. And you think that it's like deep and meaningful, but it's just because you're thinking the same shit and like linking it back to itself. That's my experience, I, at least. Huh. That's interesting. Like, I could draw thing, things to like, whoa, that's like what just happened. Is everything like a oh, certain, you, you okay, know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's I very mean. cyclical, but. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to illustrate that in the words. Like, I fell in sequences, sequences falling for you. It's kind of a sentence inside of itself. Uh-huh. Fall is in the start and the end. Um, sequences is in the middle. It's said twice because it's like fell in sequences, sequences falling for you. So it's like, like very, very like the acid experience of like things going in and out. As I was coming down, I kind of had just played a whole movie like in my head about um, I just basically tripped <laughs> on, on this person. Yeah. Like at the end, I was like, damn, it's crazy that none of that was real. So the last line of that song um, is, uh, if if the head on my poison is real, I've poisoned my head. Mm. My poison being myself, if the head on my poison, meaning if what I'm thinking in my head is real, then it has ultimately hindered myself. Because if you dwell on that and it's, and it's not real, that's the point, is that you start... But this is a problem that I have. I, like, I always see a pattern in my writing where it's like what you think is reality or what you think other people are going through or what other people feel about anything mm-hmm. is probably not what it is because you're you're not a detective and or, or you're not that other person. Yeah. And you're you're not that other person. Ultimately, like to draw conclusions on your life and on your behavior and start altering things of, of your life based on something that you don't know that's not real. Then it's like it, you're poisoning yourself, I think. Right. Yeah. You're just not you're not being yourself. You're like catering to like all these other people's yeah. potential thoughts. And it's I don't know. It's a nightmare. It's, yeah. It sounds like it just like would yo-yo you around. Yeah, man. I, not to get too I'm I'm pretty open. Like I don't really care about talking pretty openly about like dark shit. Dark or shit. Yeah, like I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but um I don't know. I th- I think it's kind of an anxiety or insecurity thing in general where you're worried a lot about or you think a lot about like what how you come across to other people. Um I don't even want to say worry about it cuz at this point it's just like s- second nature. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm at least I'm trying to learn more to do more for myself. The way I think of it now that's been really helping is like, do, don't do it for yourself if you can't handle that. Do it for you in the future. What would you in the future think of you? Because that's like another person and oh, you yeah. want to help them out because totally. they're going to be you someday, you know? <laughs> that's just how I how I try and, and go through it. So anyway, ultimately that's what that song was about was just the whole acid kind of dreamscape. Loop. So it's like, 
it, I mean, the two songs kind of have a similarity in the sense that they're almost like these loops that become like a vicious circle. Oh, yeah. That's not good. And it's kind of like it is. I don't know. For me personally, anxiety a lot of times comes from this reoccurring thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like maybe not even that bad. But the fact that mm -hmm. it keeps being replayed oh, yeah. it just makes you go insane. Yeah, and like, it's hard. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like two things. Mm -hmm. First of all, meditation can be good for yeah. that because it just in a moment you can just be like, I'm gonna let this go. So that's I'm gonna let go. Of this. That's I think what I meant by like feeling high after I sing. Uh -huh. So I don't know if, if you've noticed or you, the listener, or you, I'm pointing at the camera right now for our audio listeners, yeah, the for you watching on video, um, link in description down below. Uh, <laughs> I think that meditation, when I feel high after I'm singing, I was going to say, I, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I've had a pretty bad stutter all my life. It's a lot better now. Mm -hmm. I'm a lot more conscious of it. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm a lot less conscious of it. Mm. Um, and because of that, I stutter less. Yeah. Not being present, you know, uh -huh. or maybe just being present, depending on how you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. And you can get there by like meditating. See, I just right there. Yeah. But if I'm really focusing on what I'm saying, like the actual idea, that's when the anxiety comes and that's when I start to stutter. Yeah. When I sing, I'm almost outside of myself and I'm just letting my voice be a a like part of the song, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like getting out of the way or I'm getting you're not out of getting... my own way. Yeah, exactly. That's what exactly. that's all it is. Like it's the same I think as meditating you're being mm -hmm. so mindful of just being there and hitting the notes and keeping the breath support and saying the words that it's not like you yeah. know yeah no you don't even have time to think about oh am i gonna like fuck this up you just have to kind of do it otherwise yeah. you will fuck it up yeah dude it's the same thing with like i i have like back pain that i've mm -hmm. had for a long time and part of it is just the fact that like if I'm on like a bad if I'm in a bad mood totally exacerbates it like, really yeah totally why and do you think that is I don't know I feel like it's just this like psychosomatic thing that I don't know I mean I read this book too that was kind of interesting about it that talks about like how your body creates these things like ulcers back pain uh -huh. headaches migraines um, to like protect itself from letting like whatever the true feelings Stressor. are like come out and explode. Huh. Like, I don't know. It's just an idea, but maybe it's honestly, like your, your body knows that it's under stress or something. It's a total subconscious thing. And I don't know. I just think that when I'm, when I get out of the way of myself and just like kind of do the thing and not, and like not think about these negative thoughts, mm -hmm. I'd feel better. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Everything's better. It's it's I don't know. I just don't know why I get sucked into those things because mm -hmm. it's like every day is kind of like, a, is this going to be a good day or a bad yeah. day? So some some are better than others. I feel like when I'm busy, though, most of the time things are or if I'm doing new things. Yeah, that keeps me when you take your mind off it. Yeah. Also, just routine, like mm -hmm. working out and stuff like that. 
just going back to that like idea of these loops yeah. that just can drive you insane nuts it's the same dude when i'm working on a song and it is just a loop for too long i need to stop like yeah. i need it to progress because mm-hmm. if it that's just, something i, I want to do you think of it in like parts like all right this is part a this is part b and then i need to write a c and a d now uh, let me organize it sometimes sometimes i just think about it like let's get some crazy sounding stuff or like let's, let's get from a to z sometimes <laughs> i just try to create a bunch of ideas and then kind of collage them together oh, see dope. how they can fit together. like on the same session yeah i don't know it's like i would rather be i would rather create an idea that i can listen to on loop and not get sick of it and mm-hmm. then go from there rather than have like I don't know, something that's, like, really technical and crazy, but, like, I just would get sick of it so fast. Yeah. But anyway, sometimes when I write, I'll just, like, sit in a session for a long time and just, like, keep creating stuff, and then I'll kind of, like, come back and see how that pieces together. And sometimes it doesn't piece together. Yeah. I have this song right now I'm working on, um, and part of it's with the mod synth unit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's just like a droney thing and at first it was like oh this is so dope to listen to but now I like I need to take a break because I can't can't listen to I it anymore I cannot I dude that, I hate dude. that sometimes song sometimes I I <laughs> ruin songs I for know. myself it's not bad like I keep as I'm walking I'm like no I, th- I just I need to break it up there's too much monotony in there uh-huh. um do you think you're gonna get more modular? I have to dude, stuff I have to yeah I wanna get a quantizer it locks the because it's just getting electrical signals and interpreting it as a frequency so it locks that frequency to a musical note to, to the oh. closest musical note that that frequency so you can play in. it on like a keyboard or something yeah or so if you're playing it through a sequencer oh. that goes off of a knob that like you're not getting half tones huh. or, or whatever it's that just would be really helpful. there are some that you can yeah. even lock into like keys, keys. so uh-huh. That's dope. really dope. I, I didn't know because so also wow. I have an arpeggiator, but uh-huh. it's analog, so it's just accepting signal, multiplying it by whatever um, intervals. The like if it's you know like a minor seventh arpeggio or a major arpeggio, it, uh-huh. it, like those are options. You click that, and then it multiplies your root note. It takes like a drone essentially. And then it makes the arpeggio out, out of that. But since it's not quantized, it does like it's not perfect. It's like, not uh, at all perfect, dude. Uh, interesting. If, if it were, it would be so much better. Oh yeah. Because I could. No, and it would take way too long to go in and pitch each one. Yeah. Because you could, but it just would be such a pain yeah. And ass. the end product, it wouldn't matter because you would just be editing it anyway. That's what I do mm. a lot. A lot of my note steps will like I won't get it right the first time, so I'll have to listen back and then edit. Like, okay, I have to remember that I went a half tone and then I got the the interval that I wanted. Just cut out the half tone in Pro Tools because I'm re-recording. Just hit record and then start you playing on play, the synth. Yeah. You know. Um, that's dope yeah it's just like you get a lot of happy accidents and then then you just um, edit them together on that note I think the next one we should listen to is you don't know what you want does that have some modular yeah let's get it you don't know what you want but you know what you get and you don't know what you want but you know But you know what you 
So what part of this song is the mod? Have we heard it yet? Yeah, it's all throughout. You'll hear it in the background. It's go, It's not in this part. <laughs> is that like massive or something? Mm, this is a combination of soft synths. Most okay. of these are soft synths. The lead is uh, Massive X. The chords in the background are Contact something. Mm-hmm. Like an 80s thing. I don't know. You don't know what you want. That's another Contact synth that I, I changed up a little bit. In the background, that the, the pad, yeah. The drone in the background of the verses that's gonna come on after this part that's mod. think um because you write a lot of songs like dude, everything i write it's like four four yeah it's a <laughs> bar of four four and then a bar of one two three one two three four one two three one two three four one two three so, so it switches like a, off four four three four. Interesting. So it gives it kind of. I've noticed that some of your songs they sound a little waltzy. Like yeah, I love three four dog. Yeah. it's my favorite. It's a cyclical thing. It's just how I think. Uh-huh. Um, and three four so like one two three one two three and it's yeah. like I love it. It's just interesting. I feel like it would throw me off more. Yeah, but it doesn't. Nah, <laughs> and maybe it's just the way that you put all the parts in there it's always it's always um four four like it always feels like four four no matter how technical it's written or performed i always you can put a four on the floor to it and that's kind of the point for me it's like i like to to be pop i like to stay on that pop thing Mm -hmm. but also a little bit of like you know sad boy shit in there too Mm -hmm. (laughs) is there like a lot of like uh, I mean, when you say sad boy, like emo kind of, or yeah, 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 yeah. No, t- t- but dude, is a lot of it I three used, four. I used to shy away with that. No, it's not so much song structure. It, it that it's more, it's more emo in in like idea and composition. Mm-hmm. Where um th- that goes down to that like song parts, right? A B C. This I think is B A B. A, um, BB, 
Yeah, yeah it's super simple. There's no, there isn't Me even there isn't even a, there's te- there's technically chords. a C part in there, which is like a bridge when I have the 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 the, the synth just going. The da, da, oh, na, it's kind of like da. a breakdown. Yeah, it's just like to give is it a new to give part? it some room. It's not even. I'm I I just oh, okay. add in the synth up there. But yeah. that that was kind of my point. I wanted like a like a real simple droney thing. I I wanted it to be. So I wrote that song in October. It's about vampires. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. That's why I've heard this one. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, dude, I, I just had this like Lost Boys vibe of like you meet a group of people and there's this intrigue with them. And then you go there and like the whole idea, the whole idea is that something bad happens. Right. But that movie is like, no, you you like become part of this group and it's it's bad, I guess, as the person watching the movie. Uh-huh. But it's but like not for, for you. you. You're you just found friends. Yeah, you found friends. You're just like parading in the moonlight, and you don't know where you're going. And that's so fine. like you find friends. You realize they're vampires, and then they eat someone, and you're like, "Fuck, this is not good." But also, we like our homies. Yeah, they they turn you into. So there's a lot of things in there. Like, um, you gotta get in on the invite. They're not just gonna go in. V- vampires can't enter your house unless you oh. invite them. Um, but it's also like a thing where like you need to make yourself known to them Um, like they're not just gonna go after you you know what I mean Mm. so yeah I don't know I I just really had this like vibe kind of vampire shoegaze Uh droney something to skate to yeah totally yeah dude I'm sick to get my board out this summer oh yeah (laughs) dude I got. I gotta get an actual skateboard. I just have the cruiser just to mm-hmm. get from point A, point B in Chicago. It doesn't really make sense to have a car most of the time. Yeah, I um, totally agree. But my my brother just got a skateboard, like like an actual boy, mm-hmm. and he um he could already do a, a a pop shove it. Ooh, pop shove it's like yeah, it's like right after Ollie, or maybe yeah. even before Ollie. It might be easier. Really? Yeah, that's not. See, I I can't even Ollie. I can't, I can't Ollie, even Oliver, my dude. Learning how to Oliver is probably like the biggest. Like if, when we were talking about plateaus before, like uh-huh. that is like hitting level sixty. Wow, <laughs> not not exactly, <laughs> but like we're talking vanilla. Like yeah, that's when the game begins. Whoa. You know what I mean? Like because once you figure out the whole motion of popping and then dragging your foot, uh-huh. you realize that that's like the fundamental to of all like the tricks. All the tricks. Sure. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm I excited. used to practice ollieing on the grass. I was like, I gotta figure this out. Yeah. And, you have to. Yeah. How are you not gonna know how to ollie? Yeah. You know. No, you have to. I don't know. Well, the thing is, with like a cruise or like a penny, you can't. It's it, not there's the no same. nose, so it's harder in that aspect, and it's also real and heavy. And there's like the grip. I mean, yours has grip. I know mine that, has like, grip. Yeah. yeah, but the tires are just like so hard to get off the ground. Yeah, they're pretty thick. But it's really fast. Are you trying to like actually learn how to like how to shred? Go fucking export. Like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know man. If that's the term. Yeah, you know, <laughs> export's <mode>. the gym. <laughs> you trying to go to the gym, bro? Yeah, do, do they have a ramp in there? I totally uh, shred some half pipe. No, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that would be sick. They don't have anything like that in the city where it's like. That would be funny to bring your board in there and then ask front <laughs> desk where their half pipe was, like in a way that expects that there is one. Uh, uh-huh. Just be like, have your elbow pads, knee pads. Be like, hey, can I use your guys' pipe? Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. just like what? Our toilet? We have a sauna. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, we're dude. Yeah, I like this vampire vibe. <gasps> it's 
to yeah get i try to not be so serious on that one mm-hmm. it it's emo anyway i don't know it's yeah. it's some it's it's all indie pop so it, all music never mind i'm dumb <laughs> <laughs> all music is all music is christian indie, indie pop yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and i'm a rancher <laughs> and i've got spurs in my bones yeah all music is indie pop country. <laughs> if you're going to break it down. Country boy. I love you. Yeah. So, okay. We've heard some some good jams. Yeah. And we want to be able to hear more. Okay. <laughs> but um, moving to like the business yeah. element. Like what? Do you have a game plan? Like do you? Yeah. So I've... um kind of i don't want to get into the details because it doesn't really matter but i have started a company Mm -hmm. i um asked the good old state of illinois the (laughs) secretary of state's office um so i started a company and i work freelance as uh audio tech as an audio engineer Mm -hmm. um as a music producer admittedly not as often as i'd like but Mm. a lot of those gigs allow me to kind of invest in my studio so i uh work remotely right now when Mm -hmm. i'm doing editing or production but the goal would be to get a studio space um so right now i am kind of recording independent artists like real modest fee kind of stuff Mm -hmm. to help to fund that so that I, i can do some more like big scale things uh, I have some stuff I think I gave you from some people that I work with. I asked, uh, I check with them, and they're fine with playing it. Playing it, so for um, sure. Well, before we play that, is there anything else you want to say about just like doing that as a business or just being oh, yeah. organized with like, oh, that dude. kind of stuff? Oh, for sure. Um, it's hard. And <laughs> <It's laughs> yeah, it's hard. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. It's it's almost like letting myself. Well, letting my head take like the back seat and being like, let's let Vincenzo take care of this. You, you know what I mean? And probably like letting the artist, like being a facilitator for the artist. You know what I mean? Like essentially, like if you're recording someone else, like. Oh, on the business side, that's awesome because yeah. that's the hardest part for me, honestly. I love recording, I love tracking, I love. Um, producing even like taking other people's ideas their artistic vision and kind of like guiding it to where they want it to go mm-hmm. um, I love like I could take my ego out of it mm-hmm. if it's not my music and I, I could be like oh how about this on this right. how about this on this um, sometimes some things work sometimes some things don't I try and throw everything in and then take out as, as I go uh-huh. uh, but really it's up to them when that's out of my hands when I don't have to think about like the creativity of it um and more so just work yeah that's great yeah if you want to get at me the uh, to you listeners at home and to you on vimeo we're streaming on vimeo right this isn't going to netflix yeah we're on uh twitch Twi- vimeo, oh, okay 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 um whatever the microsoft one is yeah we're on them all um if you want to stream us through your Make xbox sure you connect check the link in mm-hmm. the description. Yeah. link is down in the description yeah. um but if you guys want to get at me you could uh follow me on instagram and soundcloud that's going to be xenob audio that's z-i-n-o-b audio i think one word on, on all those uh youtube too you can search me at the same place and um yeah i think that's going to be a lot of 
kind of portfolio stuff. So like stuff like we're about to listen to where I, um, not necessarily my work. I'd like to incorporate, especially for YouTube and Insta, like some video element to it. I'm trying to like get my editing chops up to par, but you, yeah. you know how that is. I mean, it's just a lot to juggle. I mean, all in all, I'm tr- I'm trying to set myself up. Like I said, like helping myself out in the future. I'm trying to set myself up so that eventually I'll I'll be able to open up an actual space, and then I'll worry about getting people in there because yeah. that's admittedly a lot more expensive than what I'm doing now. Like right now, I I can manage um, the freelance life, doing gigs, working shows, and yeah. then produce and then pr- produce for other people mm-hmm. is kind of like. I could, I think I can make that work, but yeah. So I, I think, yeah, I said where you can hit me up. Yeah. Get at me. You got the link. Get at me. The link is in the description. So let's play one of the songs that you produced. Okay. So get in anchor to For the someone deep. else. Let mm-hmm. me make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which one? Anchor to the deep. This guy's got an interesting voice. I know, that's what I'm saying. It's like... It's very unique. It sounds like someone kind of, but it's like more monotone. But like, I don't mean that in a bad way. No, yeah, it's very... It it has its own aesthetic. I'm working on his his EP right now. Mm. Like, he's such a great songwriter, too. All the things that weighed you down Will wash at your feet uh, it's always good to like see other people how they do stuff even though it's mm-hmm. i mean like in a way you don't even have to like think of it as a collaboration it's just like you're helping this guy right make his shit so know? he's my photographer <clears throat> oh so i do audio work for him he um, does photography he does photography for me so he's like a songwriter but he doesn't know about the like recording yeah how to do that essentially stuff. okay to let go for the light you seek in the darkness hides beyond your reach past the other side I love that it's just like he almost resets the the one and he does it a lot he doesn't have more songs than this will wash at your feet like debris in the tide Finally free from the anchor to the deep Yeah, it's like world If I had to uh, categorize it So he played live um we that was kind of like a take one of this song um Mm -hmm. i said while we were playing that so i'm recording his ep right now and that i guess now is a demo because at the time that that was recorded and mixed it was what started as a live take 
and mm-hmm. I sent him an acoustic version and then I was like well would, will you let me play with it <laughs> and uh, he's like yeah dude do whatever so I added some alto sax some cajon some tambourine some shaker mm-hmm. and I think I had a djembe that's not in this one right that is yeah oh, okay I maybe we were just talking yeah we were talking a lot and mm-hmm. um yeah so I put that all together for him and um he really liked it I played bass over it too and uh he so I did that all by myself just from my apartment then I sent it over back to him he really liked it so now he's going in that direction um with the whole rest of his EP. really oh that's cool yeah so we're gonna um He's going to come back over this then these next few weeks, I guess. And uh, we're going to, you know, actually put everything to a click. So the root of that recording is a stereo pair of ribbon mics. Mm. I think I like ORTF. And then I had a large diaphragm condenser mm. right more by his, his face, but really at like his chest. So that was capturing a lot of the body of the guitar and his voice, like mm. the crispness of it. But all the air is coming from the ribbon the mics. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Well, they're to- not like overheads, I would say, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, they weren't high necessarily, but the room we were recording in, um, like 22 foot high ceilings, concrete, hardwood floors. So just really lively. Yeah. Um, we even threw like carpet down and had to move some stuff around to get like to like treat the room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but he's super talented. I'm, that's some work that I'm doing for 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 him. His name's Sam Stofer. So okay. he's uh, he's a photographer, songwriter, um, just a general good guy. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I really like this. I uh, it reminds me of something that would be like in. Or where the wild things are, or something. You know, not quite. Yeah, like, but it, like you know, dude, it's like, no, I see that now. These songs are gonna be put out later, and oh. they're gonna be better. So I'm not gonna really show off too much more of him. But I do have another project that I did. Super talented um, Chicago artist. His name was Jared Rabin, and he came in and played a few songs for us. This was during school. So he came in for me for a session and um, we recorded him. If I'm remembering correctly, he played acoustic guitar and mandolin. Um, Acoustic guitar was done in two takes and then he overdubbed mandolin and then uh, he overdubbed vocals at the end of it. Then on a whole separate day, one one of the guys in our class, Dan Bobek, mm. um, ha- uh, shout out Dan Bobek. You should have him on the show too. He's, is he in Chicago? Yeah, he is now. He moved, yeah, but um, I remember. but he he moved back. Oh, word. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but uh, so he played. I think just the kick drum and the snare with some brushes, and uh, so what I did here which i do a lot um is i key compressed the i set up a kick key and a snare key Mm. because when you're dealing with like a lot of these natural instruments like if you're using a key on like a pad to keep with the the oomph of Mm -hmm. the the music it's like sometimes you just want to get it out of the way you Mm. just want to make sure that the the kick is like felt that it's kind of there totally um, Even if it's just a split second, just so it comes through. Right. Yeah. So that that's what I did here. Uh, he also, um, I think Daniel played the violins as well, and he's so good. Um, so there's some automation here, just like scooching things out of the way, like EQ. Uh, 
and volume but other than that they were so good that i hardly had to do anything to this also kind of a folky though. yeah yeah These people live in Chicago? I know, right? (laughs) Well, he's like a touring musician. I don't don't even know if he's from Chicago, to to be honest. He came in. um, There's another song on my website uh, that I did did with him. Uh Uh, He's not singing in it, but it's like psychedelic funk. It's crazy. He's so, he's crazy. Yeah. You know that like Caribbean drum that the, it looks like yeah, a turtle shell. The uh, steel drum. Yeah, those things are cool. I want one. Yeah, that'd be under so cool. the sea. Hell yes. Oh man. Are, are, should we play another one or? I think I have one more of mine. If you want to play it or not, that's up to you. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, another yeah. one off of um with the fuzz grow. She takes her every step like it's a prayer. I wasn't as open, I think, about just, like, mental health issues. I think I was more, like, trying to not put on a front, but just, like, not really talk about it. So I thought it would be easier to write about a parasitic relationship between two people. But it's just, like, about me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like she and, and he, it's, uh, it's, like, about me and myself and just, like... Um, you know you hear that story again and again of like your abuser gets it twisted in your head that you couldn't not be with them and you know this beauty has a a beast but she lets it grow and it's kind of like that mindset Bass line by Trevor Sites. 
Yeah, check out Babeland. Oh, definitely shout out Babeland. And, well, the band is totally cash. But I think Babeland... it's been dissolved, but the band is totally cash. They're on Spotify, Babeland. That's not this song or album. Yeah. But check them out. But it's a good album. Definitely check that out. better after making something like this yeah man i don't think about it like in the sense that that do you feel like you can move past that feeling yeah i mean the feeling comes from how you process things you know not saying like things are what they are it's you who perceives them it's hard to get over that but, um, you know, it, it starts with just, like, being conscious about that shit. And not that I know what I'm talking about. You, you know what I mean? Like, but to get out of a specific place, it totally helps. Because as soon yeah. as it's on the page, it, it's... It's kind of like a mirror, because it's really hard to analyze yourself. Yeah, there's so many thoughts going on. Yeah, but it's, if it's written down, it's just like, yeah, freaking poetry. Even, even if it's not about... For me, at least, it's never been about showing it to anybody or it's never been about putting it out or getting clout or or anything like that. I just, like, I need to make it. I need to write it. And now that I love to make music as as I've, you know, gotten older, um, I need to do that too now. It's just, like, whether it comes out or not, whatever. Now, on a separate thing, I want to put things out because it's just a progression that I want to grow in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's why it's called grow. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that will find different meanings in the lyrics. That's you know the point, I mean? too. So I read this or listened to it in a podcast. I forget. But someone said, and this goes for any art, that when the artist is making something, in putting it out, you need to surrender it because you've made this product, but really it doesn't become art until it's interpreted by someone else and that's the art the your your listener or if you're a painter like your viewer or whoever is reading your work or whatever they're the ones who are are completing that work Mm. and you need to accept that you can put as much of you into you know whatever you're working on but at the end of the day um if you want to put it out there you need to surrender it it comes hand in hand in putting it out there you're surrendering it and there's no use of thinking whether people like it or not because honestly it's not yours anymore so who cares yeah yeah i mean it's for other people to interpret that's the way i think about it at least that's a good way so you should uh take your own advice about your oh, stuff for <laughs> sure my guy <laughs> no, i'm just giving you a hard time all right let's listen to i need to kill you okay this is an emo boy one I need to kill you. And then I'm I'm gonna ask you a rap question. Inside of myself. Skidoosh. Not that. Do you have anything to do? I need to kill you. No, I work tomorrow at like noon. Okay. Dope. Yeah, I got work tomorrow. Inside of myself. 
inside of myself I don't like to listen to music that's really like shallow and fluffy. It just it doesn't serve the purpose for me yeah. of why I listen to music. And not to say that it's bad music, but some people listen to music to like get out, um, and that's great. But I like I like to get in there. You know what I mean? It's kind of a similar theme, right? From Yeah. Um, it was kind of about like my viewing of a situation. Um, but I was seeing someone do something that I knew they were trying to, you know, die. And it made me really upset. And I wished that they didn't feel like that. And uh, I wrote it like in the perspective that I had something to do with what they were going through. In mm-hmm. actuality, I, I didn't. Yeah. I could see in a situation where you were just like, you know, I wish you were just mad at me instead of mad at yourself. Mm. I was going through, I think, trying to write more about other people to like get myself out of it. That's been more recent. So that one, um, you don't know what you want. I had mentioned was about vampires. Like, so I'm trying to think less about, you know, the actual what I'm writing about. I'm trying to be more simple, more concise. 
Yeah. And it can have a lot behind it, but like the mm-hmm. actual pre- presentation is kind of simple. Right. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we've been, uh, we've been doing this for a bit. We've been going at it, man. Yeah. We've been going, going hard. <laughs> um, I'm going in. Yeah. I don't know. Like once again, disorganized, I try to ask this question at the start because mm-hmm. it's kind of a icebreaker. Okay. But, um, the question is, what was your first concert? My first concert, uh, so I remember seeing Rodrigo y Gabriela, which is, uh, Ooh, you just, uh, they're like, spiced it up, <laughs> really just brought out the, the flare. They're, uh, um, guitar duo. I think they're Mexican, but I'm not sure, mm-hmm. um, to call them, uh, like a flamenco duo is not really fair. They do more like rock, but acoustic Spanish style guitars. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I saw that, but I think that was like a Taste of Chicago type deal when, when I was like younger. But the first concert that I like spent money to go see, I saw Linkin Park and oh. My Chemical Romance play Dude. together. <laughs> what? Right? I saw them play um, two. Th- 2006 and then i saw lincoln park play again 2008 with uh chris cornell from soundgarden Bro. yeah dude what the fuck? i know <laughs> i can't believe i got to like i didn't appreciate it while i was there i could tell you that right really? now like now i'm just like dude you saw chris cornell <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fucking sing Spoon Man live like Spoon Man. Boom, 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 boom. Hell yeah, dude. dude. Yeah. So in my bed. Beautiful rhythm, brown and red. Spoon Man. <laughs> I just I like the second Spoon Man. Spoon Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I can't get enough of it. Yeah good wow well those are those are some pretty hard to beat first concerts so you said it didn't really like you didn't soak it up while you were there i loved lincoln park dude yeah i was and even still man i give them props i'm not like the biggest fan of their later albums but i always give them props for like developing themselves as a band they always come out with like stuff that's you know new for for them and um, yeah, so I was super hyped on seeing them. At the time, I knew one or two Soundgarden songs, but mm. I didn't know Chris Cornell was even from Soundgarden oh. until he sang, I think, Rusty Cage, because I had played uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and that was on that soundtrack. <laughs> uh-huh. Um yeah, but th- later in college, I started getting into alternative, like Pearl Jam, um, grungy stuff, uh, yeah. you know, obviously uh, Nirvana, freaking... Yeah. Alice in Chains, um, obviously Soundgarden, and I was like, shit, this guy and his voice, and then he had committed suicide around, like, well, that was only a few years ago, but that's when it was like, damn, they both did, and I got to see them both in one, so nuts, surreal, also really fucked and sad, but really really surreal that I got to have that experience. So the second question is, what was the most impactful concert? Would you um, say that those were them or like, damn, because it seems like it was an afterthought almost. I don't were... know, man. I just saw Andy Schauf, uh-huh. like the other day and he's my favorite, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Cause I used to work at an event venue, um, and they would have really big shows in there. Like I saw yeah. Paramore, Vampire Weekend, 
um machine gun kelly played there um i saw like a lot of different people like uh fucking shaka khan was there dude um, right it was nuts that that was that was wild um i can't really like pin down an impactful one probably like one of the one of the totally cash shows probably hmm. my my second totally cash show when they brought down the house and it just put me on a plane where i was like dude like my friends can make music and i can like make music and like play and feeling like that and getting that much out of it out of someone that i know personally Mm -hmm. took it to a level where it was like you know it felt more tangible than just seeing your favorite band play in an arena just rock yeah yeah um it's just like shit man we can all do this yeah. You know, it depends how hard you, you want to do Was that the it. one where they brought you on stage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. That was, that was, um, their album release. So oh, okay. the first one I saw was they played with, uh, Friday Pilots Club and that was in some like house or mm-hmm. like an apartment, um, yeah, on a roof. Whoa, I remember They that played out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you oh, were there. Man. Classic. I have a two video cases of PDR. on my phone like my old phone that yeah. I don't even have anymore damn that's funny so though. funny yeah. then the show after that they played at uh yeah but that show that that they pulled me up was freaking fun yeah i wasn't like drunk blacked out but when he called my name like i don't remember what happened <laughs> was it like a blackout of like i'm excited because you, I asked Maybe, you afterwards if you were nervous to perform, and you were just like, "I don't remember." You were like, "No, I don't. I wasn't nervous. I was just like doing it." Yeah, I was kind of just like watching myself do it. Yeah, yeah. That that was that was really cool. That was that was a fun experience. Plus, they like packed that place. Yeah. So I was like, "Whoa!" The you know, Burlington. <laughs> the Burlington. Yeah. yeah, they played in a Burlington coat factory. Yeah, that was always Weird. the joke. Yeah. It's like, dude, are we going to the coat factory? <laughs> the co- any shout outs anything you want the listeners to know before yeah you guys keep a keep a lookout i'm uh on instagram i'm on youtube i'm on soundcloud it's all xeno b audio if you search that on google uh my website will probably come up depending on when this this is airing we're working on that right now and that's gonna have all my details of uh how you can hit me up if you want to record um or if you have stems that you want me to mix or, or anything like that um i'm i'm available hit me up if you live in chicago if or don't Ch- yeah or don't with yeah. the beauty of the internet just send me those stems Man. send me a cell phone just recording gonna steal dude. it dude. yeah if it- <laughs> give me your music yeah, i'm just gonna take it and then sell it yeah I'm, I'm i'm just gonna make your song sound as good as i can and then right in the middle it's gonna say xenobi yeah <laughs> The audio, audio, audio. (laughs) All right. Well, to our video viewers. Yes. Make sure you get the code. Yes. Get that code. Holding the sign up. We're holding up the code now. That's going to get you one free chicken sandwich from Popeye's. And it's going to get you one hug from Santa Claus. So... Get on and that. And the rancher. And the rancher. <laughs> That's going to get you one yeah. week on the ranch yeah. and two weeks in the love ranch. <laughs> Make sure you <laughs> watch out for 
uh, Ranch of Love. Is that what it was called? The Ranch of Love. Yeah. What's what's his name? He's just the Ranch. You know what it was? I think I had a mustache. Oh. And then someone was like, "You look like a rancher." And then I, and then I just started. I got spurs on my boots. <laughs> now I got spurs on my bones. <laughs> it's coming out on HBO. Yep. H only HBO Go. Don't have the Now license yeah. yet. Yeah, We're yeah, working yeah. on D- it's weird. Disney you, Plus. You'd think that they would give you them both, but you, no. Specifically, dude, they said they're no. hardballs over there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Netflix straight up told me, "Kiss my ass." Whoa. Yeah, I said, look, I got this great great idea for our show. They're like, yeah, um, you can just go ahead and uh, kiss my ass. And, and then they pulled down their pants. Yeah. Right? That's what you t- I mean, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that's just kind of They rude. gave me an in-person meeting, which was weird. Over the phone, like they, they, they were super nice. Yeah, yeah. Just to fuck with you. The, yeah, they said, yo, yo, HBO told us about this pitch. We just wanted to sweep you up. Um, We have some exciting offers for you. I flew out to L.A. Oh. and I got there. They, they did not give me a, a warm welcome. But you know what? Um, live and let die. That's, that's showbiz. That's that's the biz, baby. That's the biz. <laughs> well, with that, I hope you guys yeah. had a uh, we outie. Yeah, we're just we're gonna leave. We're gonna Peace. Go now. Bye.